Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your March 15th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you'd like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. Also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics within our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. If you haven't already done so, you need to check out their March edition. All you got to do to find that is click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That will take you over to their Facebook page where you can check that out. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to preg check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere in between Texas and Tennessee. If you want to check out their schedule, head on over to their website, circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or if you'd like, you can just go ahead and give them a follow on Facebook. The Washington Post recently published an article stating that smarter choices at the dinner table would go a long way towards safeguarding the world's largest rainforest, the Amazon rainforest down in Brazil. According to authors of the article, if you fly over the Amazon, you'll see large industrial-sized soy plantations that contribute to animal feed, and many other parts of the forest are dominated by scrubby rangelands that are used for, uh, for pasture for cattle. The reason that the forest is being destroyed, supposedly, is because the world's rapidly increasing appetite for cheap meat. Demand from Brazil, the United States, Europe, and the rapidly growing middle class of China are to blame for millions of acres of tropical rainforest being wiped out. Since 2016, deforestation of the Amazon has been increasing mostly to accommodate more pasture to graze cattle. A combined area the size of New York City was destroyed in Brazil during the first five months of 2021, according to, uh, according to experts. In 2017, the United States, we closed our borders to Brazilian beef imports. We all remember this. This was because unsanitary conditions were discovered in Brazil's meatpacking plants. And there was also some concerns over, uh, over animal health. And then uh, in February of 2020, we reopened our borders thanks to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. And ever since that time, the United States has continued to import more and more beef from Brazil. Holly Gibbs, a land use scientist at the University of Wisconsin at Madison, believes it is worrisome that grocery stores in America are stocking their meat counters with Brazilian beef. We are going to be eating the rainforest in our burgers, said Gibbs. This is our moment as Americans to step forward and leverage some pressure to save the world by helping to save the Amazon. Gibbs said that consumers need to be aware of where their food originates from. They also need to know if uh, the products they are buying are sustainable. A recent study showed that as the rainforest continues to disappear, farmers and ranchers in Brazil will most likely have to deal with a less predictable uh, rainfall pattern, more drought, and higher temperatures that will negatively impact their crops and livestock. 
To avoid all this, there are strict laws on the books down in Brazil that bans deforestation in the Amazon rainforest, but these laws are frequently ignored. And as you would expect in Brazil, local officials who are expected to enforce these laws are paid off by land, gra by land grabbers or wealthy landowners. Grovers has reported that on Friday, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 10th District in Denver ruled two to one to dismiss the class action lawsuit filed in January of 2020 by New Mexico ranchers Robin Thornton and Michael Lucero and joined by RCAF USA. In the original lawsuit, the ranchers, along with, R with RCAF, claimed that Tyson, Cargill, JBS, and National Beef Packing misled consumers by labeling beef as product of the USA when the cattle may have been born and raised in a foreign country. At issue are USDA rules that allow the product of the USA label to be used when the foreign meat is further processed by U.S. meatpacking companies. The lawsuit had been dismissed last year, and the appellate court affirmed the dismissal of the lower court by ruling that the plaintiff's arguments, uh, arguments was preempted by federal law. Drovers has also reported... The most recent U.S. drought monitor was released this past Thursday, and as many of you saw, it, it contained even more bad news for all of us in agriculture. The map showed more than 61% of the contiguous United States is in some classification of drought. That is the largest percentage of drought classification that we have seen since 2012, and I'm sure you all can remember the drought, uh, the severe drought that we saw back in 2012. In the last month alone, the percentage of the, con of the continental United States in drought has increased from 55% to more than 61%, an increase of almost 171,000 square miles, an area larger than the size of California. When you compare the drought map to a map of beef cow inventories, the drought is affecting roughly 80% of the nation's herd. This is incredibly alarming considering that we are only halfway through March. In the past year, the United States beef cow herd has declined by 719,000 head. And the way things look right now, that number will continue to grow if the drought continues to worsen. Finally, National Beef Wire has reported that on March 8th in Sioux County, Iowa, a new 2022 state record was set as 38 acres were sold for $23,000 an acre or $24,498.60 per tillable acre. As we all have witnessed, farmland prices have been increasing over the last year. The market is up over 35% compared to this time last year. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope you all are having a great week. Have yourself a terrific Tuesday. I'll catch you later.